Remember the heat from last summer? Remember how the sun can damage your flooring, furniture, and window coverings? Energy efficiency meets style and comfort when you get SunTech Solar Screening for your windows or sliding doors. You get more comfort and you save money with SunTech. Call for a free estimate, 352-9396. Get SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. Or go online, suntechsolarscreens.com. Call SunTech Solar Screening. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad to be with you today. We have a lineup of outstanding guests to talk about real estate, real estate for investors, real estate for first-time home buyers, real estate for move-up buyers, and real estate for people that are thinking that maybe this is the right time to sell their real estate. There's a big demand, and, you know, that's usually when you get your best prices on anything. It's when there is the highest demand. But I wonder if the things we've been taught lead us in the wrong direction. Sometimes we're going to find out because my guests in the studio today are real estate experts. Joining me later on the program, Gary McDonald, the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Also, April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and Brian Cushing, mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. He's with the Cushing team. We're going to find out about the Northern Nevada activity, look at the stats, and see where we're going from here. Plus, we're going to find out why it might be very important for you to say no to your lender. We'll be back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio talking today about the incredible growth of real estate not only here in northern Nevada, but all across the country. You know, when you look at what's happening in some of the smaller cities, the bigger cities across the country, there's a lot of action happening. And like I've mentioned before, real estate's always moving. It's like the ocean goes up, goes down. The market goes up, the market goes down. Real estate goes up, goes down, goes sideways. Sometimes it goes down and down and down. I've been there. But lately, it's going in the right direction. A lot of positive things to think about and talk about when you talk about real estate. Home price growth has accelerated to a new 15-year high as of last February when you look at the home buying demand across the country. And the number of homes for sale are at a near record low. You know, and I keep hearing this thing about a housing shortage and, oh, there aren't enough houses. And, oh, my gosh, where did all these houses go to? seemed like a long time ago there were plenty of houses in America. Now, where have all the houses gone? The population of America hasn't grown all that tremendously, yet it seems like the population of houses is way down. There are missing houses in this world, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe they just picked up and left the country. Where did these houses go, and how did they get there? I know, it's kind of funny. We know the houses didn't go anywhere. We know there's not really a housing shortage. It's that there's a seller shortage. People just don't want to sell their homes. There's a seller shortage. Plenty of houses. Plenty of houses. The problem is the people that have houses don't want to sell them. They love their houses. And they're not quite sure if they, what they would do if they sold their house. Oh, yeah, there might be a lot of equity in the house, but if you don't have a house, where are you going to live? Which means you have to have a house even if you make a lot of money on selling a house. So you have to think about that next move. And for a lot of people, that's a little more complicated than we need to have in our lives right now. I mean, we're too busy hiding from a virus. We're too busy putting on our masks. We're too busy learning how to use the Internet because we never had to use it before for the necessities of life. We're too busy stockpiling commodities 
for the next big shutdown that the governor's going to impose in our great state. So we're busy, busy, busy people. Too busy, I think, to sell our homes. So we better just stay put. I think that's what a lot of people are thinking. In order to make things move in this country, the money has to move. The money of America has to move. It has to exchange hands. It's how business works. You know, without an exchange of funds for goods and services, there's going to be no economic activity. There would be no taxation going to the governmental agencies that provide us with the basics of infrastructure for America. Nothing happens until money changes hands. So I'm not not at all suggesting that we not have any real estate transactions. No, no. In fact, I'm encouraging people to sell their homes while the market is high because I have been around a while on this planet and I have seen three major economic downturns caused by and resulted of real estate. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to see a fourth one sometime in my life, maybe a fifth for all I know. Hope not. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to see a fourth. And when you've been through one of those economic downturns or real estate downturns, you're just a little bit more prepared than the average bear. Because when you're in an economic downturn and your home loses tremendous value, you start to think differently. You start to thinking about selling your home, getting out of it so that you don't lose anymore. You start to hate in real estate because it's been lately a losing proposition. I heard it all, ladies and gents, after the last economic downturn. When we passed January of 2012, many people gave up on home buying forever. They are what I call professional renters. Oh, they sleep better at night now. They know that the money that they do save is not going to be tied up in real estate and will never have to worry about that big economic downturn. By golly, they've got that money safe in a savings account or maybe in a piggy bank or a mattress. But by golly, they're not going to lose that money ever again like they lost in the economic downturn, the real estate downturn of 2008, 9, 10, and 11, and into 12. I feel really bad for those people because I know what they feel like. I had my big first economic downturn in real estate in 1986. Prices were tumbling where I was. Home values were less than what people paid for the homes. It really put a bad taste in my mouth about real estate for many, many years. I don't want that to happen to anybody that I work with, assist, guide, chat with, talk to on the radio. No, no, no. You don't want to go through what I went. It was a bad deal. Changed my life forever. And not in a good way, ladies and gents. It cost me a lot of time, money, and heartache. I don't want that to happen in your case. I want you to understand that there's real value in real estate, but only if the time is right. And I'm not talking about the cycle of the economic cycle. I'm talking about the time in your life. Buying real estate is a timing function, and it has to be right with your life. It doesn't matter where the prices are, really. It doesn't really matter even what the interest rates are. And it has more to do with where you are in your life. If you're at that point where you need to decide how you're going to take care of your family because you're a young family leader, I suggest you think about real estate in that package. It has to be part of how you take care of your family. You'll be a lot more interested in talking about that to me now that you're married as opposed to six months ago when you were a single person going out, having a good time, thinking more about fun and adventure than about your future or a family, in fact. Well, things changed. It's time to grow up. It's time to think like an adult, time to live like an adult. That means having a balance of work, laughter, and fun, and production. People want to see something come out of your efforts. Real estate is a great way to show people what you've been doing, that you've been working, that you've been thinking and planning for something good in your future. And I don't care if you're talking about a primary residence, investment property, second home, multifamily. When you are working in real estate, you're helping to improve somebody's life someplace. There's so many people involved when you have a real estate transaction in process. And when you work on your real estate and you improve your real estate and you help others with their real estate, there is so much good that comes out of the real estate world. 
Today, we're having a challenge making transactions because people don't want to sell their homes. But ladies and gents, I suggest this. America, it's a small country, especially with the Internet and travel the way it is. It's really not that far from one side of the country to the other. And anywhere in between, you can get there pretty fast if you want to and if you're motivated. You know, a great way to see the country is to buy investment real estate in parts of the country that you like. Gives you a reason to go visit that real estate, business expense, business write-offs. You get the benefits of being a homeowner, an investment owner. You get the appreciation of equity, of assets. You get to travel, meet new people, enjoy new cultures, see which communities are welcoming, and then be welcoming yourself to everyone as you own real estate in more than just one state. You are not putting all of your eggs in one of 50 baskets. There's no reason why you can't invest in two, three, or four, or five states. Make it easy on yourself. Ask yourself, where do I travel to? Where do I want to travel to? What do I want to do in the future? Where do I want to go? Where do I have family? What do I like to see? Would it be more convenient to this, to that? Real estate could be just a ticket to get you moving in the right direction. Think about the areas that we've talked about that are the hottest markets in the country and then move them to the side. Look at some areas that are perhaps down in the number of people moving to those states. Maybe some of these states have a net of people moving out of those states. That's what I'm looking for. The path less beaten. The fork in the road that goes the other way. Because if you're buying at the high end, the chances are at some point it's going to go the other way to the low end. So conversely, if you buy at the low end of the scale, the chances are pretty good it may well go to the higher end of the scale. You know, sometimes there's only one way to go, up or down. And if you can find a market and you have enough knowledge about that market or that particular piece of real estate, or there's another reason why that market is attractive to you even though it's not attractive to many people across the country, if it's right for you – And it's not attractive to other people. You could have an incredible bargain on your hands. Think about investing in real estate in other states that you live in. Other states that you visit. Other states that you have family. Other states that you love. Other states that have a great financial incentive to purchase real estate. If you want to learn more, you really need to talk to one of my outstanding associates. Sherry Hill from Sage International deals with people from all across the country that are real estate investors that have properties in multiple states for different reasons, for different benefits, for different causes. You'd be amazed the reasons that people do this and the benefits that they can have when they incorporate their real estate holdings, especially when they're in different states. Give Sherry Hill a call and find out what she can do for you at Sage International. 775-786-5515. Tell her Peter sent you. We have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this quick message from our sponsors. One, two, three, four, five. Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Four Kids Foundation helps disadvantaged local kids in so many ways. New coats for those that can't afford to buy their own. Eyeglasses to help students learn better. Weighted blankets for kids with autism. Dance lessons to help build confidence. Or equine-assisted therapy to help kids recover from physical or emotional abuse. Help support the kids by supporting Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament. You can sponsor, participate, and support in this outstanding event. The Four Kids Foundation fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Get all the details and register at fourkidsfoundation.org or call us 775-741-5231. Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort in Sparks. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. 
Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. Thanks for tuning in to our great radio show today. You know, I've been in the world of broadcasting, television, radio for many, many years. In fact, it was in the late 70s when I first got into the communications business, as it was called then, because terrestrial broadcasting was really still at the top of the heap when it came to messaging anywhere in the world. Broadcast television and broadcast radio were king in those days. Much like the Internet is today, quite frankly, when you look at the way that media types have evolved across the eons. I keep up with a lot of things in the advertising world because I have found that without new knowledge, we go nowhere because new knowledge is necessary every day to make ourselves better and to make our world better. However, because new knowledge comes at us every single day, one of the things many of us forget about is prior knowledge. You see, I believe that knowledge is much like a mathematical equation. You have to have prior knowledge plus current knowledge to get to a sum. It's absolutely a matter of comparison, just like so many things in life. You have to compare present with past in order to determine the status of present. Is it better? Is it worse? Is it good? Is it bad? How else would we know? unless we were able to recall things from the past. In the advertising world, marketing, communications, public relations, it's all pretty much the same. We have to know what worked under prior conditions in the past in order to really be able to do a good job in the future for ourselves, for our clients, and for our business. I follow many of the monarchs of marketing and advertising from the past. David Ogilvy is one of them. I got into the advertising business in 1978, and when I did, I was interacting pretty quickly with people that were in charge of getting commercials on the air. They were either negotiating with the advertiser to buy airtime to put the commercials on the air, or the people I was dealing with were interacting with the producers of the commercials that were going to be put on the air. Sometimes I would interact with the spokespersons, the talent, if you will, that were going to be appearing or using their voice images or broadcast on the air. And of course, I was interacting with the people that were in the business for the client. It may be a grocery store. It may be a furniture store. It may be an auto dealer. But I had to interact with those people that worked in that business in order for me to do my job in those days, which was to work on the creative side, work on the technical side of creating and producing commercials. So who were these great minds that started it all? Who were the people that really had it in their brain to talk to people using media so that they could better the recipient's life by having them purchase a product or service from their business. Some of these great leaders, you don't know. But when I got into the business in 1978, I heard about an organization called Backer and Spielvogel. It was some kind of a big advertising agency, apparently, that bought commercials all across the country from individual stations. And altogether, this agency, Backer and Spielvogel, would be able to sell Campbell's Soup, for instance, all across the country by buying individual advertising campaigns in individual markets in individual states all across the country. For some reason, sometimes I knew that the advertisers that were advertising all across the country in this way sometimes did not want to advertise the same product in every single state. My job as a technician in those days was to make sure that if their commercials were 
to run only in a particular state, we made sure that those commercials ran in that state only and that everywhere else across the country ran this national commercial that they wanted to air. You see, what Campbell Soup was doing was test marketing products. At that time in the state that I was working in, in Colorado, they were test marketing a particular kind of new soup. And they wanted to see how the people in Colorado would respond to this great soup. You see, Colorado is a very cold climate in the winter. Heck, even in the summertime, it's colder at night in most places in Colorado than it is here in Nevada. One of the reasons I'm here in our lovely state. But the fact is, Colorado was perfect for a test market for Campbell's soup. And so away they went. And at the TV station where I worked, I was told to run a particular commercial. It was called a network cover commercial so that the commercial that was coming in that was in all the other parts of the country would not air in our area in Colorado. They wanted to air a particular kind of soup that they were test marketing in Colorado. That was my job when I worked at this TV station. And it was all coming these directions eventually landed to us. But they started at one place at an advertising agency called Backer and Spielvogel. Backer and Spielvogel has a pretty good sound to it. What really is, though, is it's two people that get together and form an organization, an advertising agency, that has tremendous impact around the world. Why am I talking about Backer and Spielvogel? The reason? One of the founders, Carl Spielvogel, passed away recently. It was on April 21st, Carl Spielvogel died peacefully at the age of 92. You know, he considered it one of the biggest disappointments of his career when he was passed over for a top job at an advertising agency giant. It was called Interpublic Group. That was back in 1979. It was about the time I was just getting started in the broadcasting business. But he didn't let that disappointment stay with him too long. It was later on that same year that he joined a gentleman by the name of William Backer. Those two guys got together and founded Backer and Spielvogel were able to steal the Miller Beer account from the very agency that Carl Spielvogel had been turned down by for employment. And later, he added more clients. His business started to grow bigger and bigger and bigger because Carl Spielvogel once said, I'm a builder, and to me, work is more fun than fun. We have no desire to be the world's biggest agency is one of the things he said. He said big empires, they're just not that much fun. I've been there before. His agency grew really fast, and many eventually started to want global service. In the late 80s, he agreed to sell his firm, Backer and Spielvogel, to a new agency out of London. That agency is called Saatchi and Saatchi. I used to do a lot of business with Saatchi and Saatchi, much in the way that I did business for Backer and Spielvogel. But Saatchi and Saatchi was really one of the big monster powerhouses in the late 80s and early 90s. They had control of a huge market of media all across the country and around the world. If you were seeing a TV program with commercials, radio programs with radio commercials, newspaper ads, billboard ads, buses, it was a pretty good chance that probably a third of all the ads you saw were coming from Saatchi and Saatchi. It was absolutely huge. Now, he stayed on with them, and he became really one of his... uh, his big, uh, one of Saatchi and Saatchi's biggest promoters as he created the Backer Spielvogel Bates Worldwide Unit. Now, he made a lot of contacts in all parts of business. The nonprofit world was a big part of that. So, Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Lincoln Center. I mean, as he got involved with more nonprofits and met more people in the top, top tier of business ownership, he started to get more business. Absolutely. His connections were what made it happen. Much like the internet connections make things work today in 2021. 
Looking back at the world of Carl Spielvogel in 1994, he left the company finally after selling the company, and he ran a company called United Auto Group, which was consolidating car dealerships. At the end of the presidential administration, he served as the ambassador to the Slovak Republic. Early in his career, he wrote an advertising column for the New York Times. He said, I'm a builder. He kept saying that over and over again. That was his big thing. He's a builder. And he said, work is more fun than fun. Isn't that amazing? I mean, here is a man who absolutely loved his craft. He had more fun working than any other kind of fun he could think of. I like to think that I have a little bit of that in me, too, because I absolutely love the advertising world. I get to meet so many people. A little bit about his partner, Mr. Backer. He died a few years back in 2016. And what he was really revered for was his creation of extremely memorable advertising. Now, if any of you are fans of a TV program called Mad Men, it's all about the advertising industry in the 1960s in the New York era, you'll know why this next part is really important. Because if you were a fan of Mad Men the TV program like I am, you'll remember that at the very end, when the series finally ended, it ended with one big ad that we all know about. Again, Mr. Backer died in 2016, and he was revered for the creator of being one of the most memorable creator of TV ads. And in 1971, he wrote a TV spot featuring the song, I'd Like to Buy the World a Coke. He was also known for his creative work promoting Miller Beer, and again, Campbell's Soup. When you think of Campbell's Soup, you can thank Carl Spielvogel and Mr. Backer of Backer and Spielvogel Advertising Agency. Backer was, as it was put by a columnist in the Wall Street Journal, he was a patrician. His bow ties, Southern Carolina drawl, was more of a Crimpy kind of guy. Now, Spielvogel, he was a Brooklyn guy. He said, but we had a rule the two partners did. The two partners decided early on that if ever they'd have a disagreement, they would sit down behind closed doors and resolve their issues. In the 1970s, new, during New York's financial crisis, Carl Spielvogel was chairman of a committee it was created by the mayor of New York City to buff the city's image. <laughs> what a what a campaign that would be, right? How would I like to do an RFP for buffing the city's image? Well, that's what he was called on to do. And the result was an ad slogan by Carl Spielvogel for New York City that said, You have to be a little crazy to live in New York. The campaign, Mr. Spielvogel said at the time, captured an undefinable, fine madness that gives this city its special character. He died peacefully on April 21st of 2021. He was 92 years old. His wife that he lived with for 40 years was absolutely, absolutely a driving force in her life. Barbara Lee Spielvogel. In 1995, Carl Spielvogel was appointed by the President of the United States to serve on the U.S. Broadcasting Board of Governors, responsible for Voice of America and all other non-military governmental broadcast media. Because of his widely recognized long-standing commitment to public service, he was named chairman of the Committee in the Public Interest by Mayor Beam during the financial crisis of New York City. For 12 years, he was a member of the Executive Committee and Board of Trustees of the State University of New York, the largest state university system in the United States with 425,000 students. He was a beloved mentor to many, and the name Carl Spielvogel 
was appropriated for the wise counselor, Dr. Spielvogel, in Portnoy's complaint by novelist Philip Roth, who often joked with Carl that he owed him lots of royalties. If you haven't had a chance to read the book, there is a movie, Portnoy's Complaint, and the film is focusing on the trials and tribulations of Alexander Portnoy. He's a Jewish man employed as the assistant commissioner of human opportunity for New York. I mean, it's totally funny. I haven't seen it in many years now that I'm talking about it. I think I might check it out and see if I can enjoy Portnoy's complaint. It's got a lot of great characters. Absolutely one of my favorites. Richard Benjamin plays the lead role of Alexander Portnoy. Karen Black as Mary Jane Reed, and she's also known in this movie as The Monkey. There are some other outstanding actors and actresses in this movie, Portnoy's Complaint. Carl Spielvogel, advertising leader and business motivator for all of us in the world of advertising and marketing. You can learn more about Carl Spielvogel and his incredible life. Just Google Carl Spielvogel and you'll find him. We have more in Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're back in the studio talking real estate and real estate for investors. One of the first things I always think about during this segment of the program is that lovely Sherry Hill from Sage International. She helps real estate investors incorporate their business so that they can run their real estate holdings, their rental properties, just like a business. And then you've got the protection of your assets. Want to learn more? Call Sherry Hill at Sage International, 775-786-5515. In the studio, I have three guests joining me today. April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Welcome to our show, April. Thanks, Peter. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you back. Are you enjoying the springtime? I'm loving the springtime. And it's been beautiful weather. Um, Love the cool nights and working hard. You know, I've been in my garden more than ever, I think, in the month of April because things are really seeming to be popping this year. Sherry Hill had a great guest on her show today talking about all the natural ways to plant herbs and vegetables and all kinds of fun things in your garden that not only benefit your family, but the whole universe. Well, let's talk about that later on the show because I want to find out a little bit more about your backyard and seeing if we might be able to support some honeybees this year. Ooh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I have plenty of room. All right. (laughs) You brought your associate, Gary McDonald, here. Gary, welcome back to our show. Hi, Peter. Nice to see you again. Good, good to have you back at the, at the uh, radio program because um, I know how busy you are, and I know how busy the real estate world is. A lot of activity going on. Are the deals every bit as challenging as when I was in the mortgage business a few years back? Every bit, Peter. Really? Uh, lots of situations coming up. Um, Shortage of inventory, multiple offers, um, it's, it's, it's a challenge. I know, and it takes a real pro to do the job of a real estate professional, Gary. And I tell people, I believe it's one of the, if not the hardest job on the planet. Because you've got to make it look so easy. You've got to talk to so many people. There are so many people, other people involved in your transaction. And every one of those connections has to work. One wrong connection, and it doesn't happen, does it? It's a complicated process, and it's great to have a network of good people working. Absolutely, and the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, I'm sure, is a big part of that with all the great people that you interact with, Gary. Uh, with us today, I also have a fantastic mortgage lender, Brian Cushing. Brian, you're on the other side of 
the equation in most cases when it comes to buy or sell real estate. Sometimes we're the glue. You're the glue. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, you know, with uh, what's happening nowadays, everybody still rate, 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 interest rate, interest rates, so low, so low, so low, but the prices continue to move in the opposite direction. Uh, thank goodness the interest rates are so low. Could you imagine if interest rates were at their near high and their pri our prices were at their near high as well? It would almost be impossible, right, to close a deal. Uh, it would definitely make it harder. It so imagine this, 400 and let's say $500,000 deal, 16.5% interest. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a tough one to put together. <laughs> well, I may be old, but I, yeah, I'm old because that's what I had on my first mortgage, you know, and it, when I had bought my first home. And it's just amazing how things were happening. And then, of course, the prices were so low that that was the offset, right? So now the big offset is those low interest rates. But we've all got to figure that at some point that has to change. That nothing stays the same forever. I, I talk about how interest rates seem to be maybe bouncing gently near the bottom. Is that a fair assessment, what's going on, Brian? Yeah, I think we've bounced off the bottom, but it's still pretty doggone low. I mean, mm -hmm. 24 months ago, today's rates would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. Has the refinance market continued to be strong, or are we getting to the point in America where most people have gotten out of those six, seven, eight percent rates, or even less, right? Because it's a dramatic difference when you're looking at about half a million dollar of property value and a difference of five percent versus two percent, or seven percent versus three percent. It's huge, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I think most people have gotten out of those those kind of interest rates. I mean, now it's. More than anything else, people want to take cash out of all this great equity their neighbor just sold for a record amount so yeah. they can value their house more and they could leverage it at still you know, in the 3% range. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Even if they had refinanced at 2.75 yeah. and now they need some cash for some other project, some of those are happening. It's funny how some people, uh, they, they say one thing, but when they're in the situation themselves, they have a hard time grasping it. And what I'm talking about is Buying investments, any kind of investments, right? The, the general key, I believe, is buy low and sell high. Isn't that right? Correct. April, Gary? Buy low, sell high. And uh, so many people, they when they're buying their house, they think, oh, you know what, we're going to live here for a long time. And then pretty soon they realize they're going to move. And so now they're looking at the buy. What do we pay? What do we sell? Can we sell? Should we sell? And the emotions start to kick in. Well, this is where our baby was born. Can we really, do we really want to sell this house? Maybe we should just keep it as a rental. And, you know, I, I'm like that too. I wonder if a lot of sellers today that would normally sell are maybe holding off on selling Gary in April because the prices are going up. And they keep thinking, well, why would I sell when the prices are going up? Better to sell when the prices are low. <laughs> no, that's the opposite. Gary, what are your thoughts on buying low and selling high in real estate? <sighs> I think that uh, right now what we're seeing is a reluctance of people to sell their home mm -hmm. for a couple different reasons. One would be we've just been through the biggest, largest pandemic we've, the, the country and the world has ever known. And people didn't want other people in their home. They just were reluctant to put it up for sale. Mm -hmm. Then you also had the point where uh, once the market started getting to the point where, okay, yeah, I could manifest a lot of profit out of this. Mm -hmm. Where am I going to go? And so there's a, there's a couple factors in here. People are a little bit reluctant to sell their home until they're sure they have somewhere to go. Yeah. And through all of this, what our mantra is over and over and over again is hire a realtor. If you're thinking about doing anything regarding real estate, hire a realtor. And then my second mantra is, if you're going to finance, get a local lender, somebody that we can reach out to, somebody that we have a uh, relationship with that uh, I can talk to that knows who I am, knows what I do, knows my, knows my background, and we can work it through. Uh, mm -hmm. because it's complicated. This mm -hmm. is this is not, I, I don't want to simplify this too much. It's a complicated market. Now, yeah. cash has been king, but there's going to come a point, again, where people are going to buy homes the way they traditionally did with X amount of money down, uh, be able to afford a payment of this a month, and uh, call it a home. I'm not a financial expert or a financial advisor, but I keep up with what's happening in the financial world 
uh -huh. around the world for the most part, mostly in the U.S., Gary. But uh, it seems like things are moving so fast that you really need a specialist to work on complicated things that you don't normally work on because everything is changing so fast. And real estate is one of those one of those worlds. The, the, the digital world has such a huge impact on real estate nowadays. I, I can imagine that the way you present not only real estate anymore, but the way you present yourself is a make or break deal in many cases Absolutely. in the digital world. Absolutely. Uh, a good digital presence, uh, good reviews, a uh, good website, uh, you know, good background is absolutely important. Well, when yes. it comes down to it, face-to-face. -face, face, I love that, Gary. Face-to-face -face comes in the at the end, but uh, from, from a realtor perspective, what is it going to take? What do I have to do to create a, um, a persona in the marketplace that somebody's going to want to pick up the phone and call me? Gary McDonald is with us. Gary is the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Also with us, April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. April, it's all about education when you interact with the RSAR. During the pandemic and leading up into where we are now, late April, what are the classes like? Are they primarily online? Are they a combination? Uh, are you getting more to face-to-face? -to -face? Do people even want to do that anymore? So right now we are continuing to do virtual classes, platforms such as Zoom. Uh, we are opening up to a blended format, so we will have some people actually in the facility while others are Zooming in so we can accommodate uh, both, both ends of the spectrum for uh -huh. those who are ready to come and be in person yeah. and those that are still a little hesitant, and that's okay. Uh, we want to make sure, though, that we continue to provide the education to the real estate agent, further their e experience, their expertise, so they can better serve their clients. Oh, very good. And so anybody that wants information from the Reno Sparks Association wants to learn more about it, you've got a great website, rsar.net. Yep. And all of your contact information is there. A whole lot of great stuff. Much of the data that we use here on our radio program in our interactions with our guests, we get from the Association of Realtors. I want to thank you for the great work you're doing there. That's wonderful news, and you're very welcome. I'm glad you're using it. It's a great resource <laughs> for the local community. And Brian Cushing is with us. Brian is a mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. Brian, I found out you have many, many years of experience. Did you say you've got over 15 years of experience? Yeah, yeah, 17 years. 17 years, that's a long time doing that work. And again, like the real estate world, it looks pretty darn easy to me. Uh, every time I see you, you're having a cocktail, uh, lunch, I'll or entertaining guests. <laughs> uh, but yet, I know because I was a mortgage lender, you know, when I, when I started the radio show, I know how challenging it can be. And it's really, like you say, in many cases, the glue of a transaction. When we come back from this radio show, I want to talk about something that I know that you do, and that is uh, the lock situation, the rate lock situation at Guild Mortgage. I got a, a, an information sheet from you about how you can lock your rate for a certain amount of time, and then you can go out and shop once you're approved. When I was a mortgage lender, Brian, I lost a couple of deals because mortgage rates were starting to move so fast and we did not have the ability where I worked to lock a rate like that and secure it and then reduce the rate if it actually went down. And now that Guild Mortgage is doing this, I know that's a great advantage for you and for your prospects. So when we come back, that's what I'd like to talk about. Awesome. All right, we'll be back with more after this quick message. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. I always said someday I'm going to live in a million-dollar home. And now, April, I feel like I'm on my way. It's not because I'm moving. I'm just kind of sitting around and watching the values go up. What are we, where are we right now for Reno Sparks median home prices? We are at the 485000 mark for the Reno Sparks combined. Yes. So we want to make sure that... It's Reno Sparks combined, uh -huh. but if you're just looking at the Reno market, yeah. um, it's 515000 
gasp. <laughs> so, so when you actually break out those those market areas, um, you can flesh out just really what the market value is, mm -hmm. depending on where you want to live. Yeah, uh, that's why you do want to hire a professional. You want to hire a realtor. You want to look at those. Um, different communities that are specific to your needs. Mm -hmm. You want to talk to your lender. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you can navigate that transaction um, and in the area that you want to be in. So I don't want 485,000 to like scare everybody, uh -huh. but um, there are still areas within the community that uh, are very enticing and affordable for people. Yeah, and, and the median home price just means that half sold for less and half right. of the home sold for more. And Correct. so, it, and me as a shopper, I know I can't look at the half that sold for more, but I can certainly look at the half that sold for less. <laughs> that's, that's my side of the equation. But let's just face it, the median home price is right at about a half a million dollars. Yeah. And for the people that are thinking that maybe real estate isn't right for them, well, just think about the people that did make that decision to buy real estate whenever they bought it. Uh, the values go up. And how many things can you buy in this world? that after a year or two, the values go up. My clothes aren't worth nearly what they were. My car is a piece of garbage now, right, <laughs> compared to when I bought it. Practically everything wears out. My electronics is outdated. Everything's got to be... But the house, the real estate, that's solid. And I think people sometimes forget just what kind of real value real estate brings to the equation. Yes. And my, you know, that's something my dad always said, real estate. That's that never goes away. Mm -hmm. It may go up and down, but real estate never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> so it does have that value, and it's um, a great asset to have in your portfolio. It's mm -hmm. um, I I don't think that there's anything negative regarding uh, real estate that I've ever seen, except for it is fluctuating. And um, again, though, there's pr plenty of opportunities out there. So mm -hmm. don't be too intimidated by the numbers. Exactly, but do you just do have to know where you are? Yes. I think that a lot of times people have self-doubts because of the COVID, because of the problems we've had in the economy in the last year. Uh, they've lost a lot of their confidence. Let our listeners know, tell us how you feel the real estate market can help people if they act properly with their approach. Real estate is an awesome career. It's filled with anxiety, it's filled with challenge. Uh, it's filled with the fact that it doesn't stay the same. Uh, one of the one of the uh, scary things about real estate, if you if you just want a job uh, that nothing's going to change, go become an accountant and go sit behind a desk and work with numbers all day long. Yeah. In the real estate business, it's uh, it's like a roller coaster ride, mm -hmm. and that means uh, if you're on the lending side, if you're in the administrative side of the association, if you're in the leadership side, we're constantly looking at change. Um, Brian touched on it a minute ago. I want to touch on uh, our rising home values and things like that. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier in the interview in 2012, uh, you felt that the market had bottomed, and I agree. Mm -hmm. um, at that period of time, we were in the midst of about a four or five year cycle where we did not see homes being built. And so that has contributed to our situation today. I call it the lost generation of housing, and I stole that from someone. I just can't credit who I stole it from. But there's a lost generation of housing being built. Yeah. And so people are complaining. They say they're seeing homes being uh, built and constructed everywhere. Well, they are. This is not a local northern Nevada phenomenon. It's happening all over the country. Now, we have, uh, were recently recognized as being the 13th hottest market in the United States. Mm -hmm. What's surprising is the top two are in New Hampshire. Um, people that you think were getting out, going to the Sun Belt, going, going here, uh, there's some areas of the country that are just blowing up, taking off. Uh, Florida, for instance, is just everyone's looking to buy property in Florida. They can't build it fast enough. Mm. So this, this market is not just simply northern Nevada. Uh, but it's complex, and if you're if you're going to get into the real estate business, if you're going to commit this to be your career, you want to get good education, you want to get good mentorship, you want to be with a good agency, you want to create a team. Uh, your uh, significant team needs to include inspectors, um, plumbers, uh, electricians, roofers, uh, somebody that you can call. They know your name. You can refer them. 
uh, lenders, uh, whenever somebody comes to me, I give them four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever lenders that mm -hmm. I know are good in this marketplace. Um, then you can, you know, you need to come in with the idea that you just don't plunk a sign in the ground and get a big check. There's a lot of work to it. It's a, it's a dedicated field and which is why I tell buyers and sellers, if you're going to, if you're going to play in this arena, hire a realtor. Gary McDonald, great advice for our listeners. Always use a pro when you're dealing with big money projects, and real estate is one of those projects. If anybody wants to reach you, what's the best way? Call the association. They'll connect me, 775-848-6687. Uh, Very nice. Thanks for being with us today. Okay, Peter. Thank you so much for having me. Brian Cushing, thank you for joining us, too, on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If somebody needs any guidance on the side of the mortgage world to buy or sell real estate, all of your contact information is up on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. And I'm hoping that you'll come back to visit with us sometime again soon. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long hiatus, but we're, we're back in it. And we've got great guests to join us all the time, so thank you for being with us. April Labrie, of course, you're always welcome and always pleased to have you here on our program from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. And thank you again for the stats and updates on a regular basis so that we can really take a good comparison as to how the market looks compared to our needs, compared to the past, and maybe compared to what we think is going to happen down the road. Absolutely. I have one plug, though. Tell me. So I want to make sure that everybody knows mm. that on May 20th, we are going to have our SPC fundraiser, and we are going to be at the El Rancho Drive-In, 7 p.m., $30 a car, uh -huh. so pack your five friends into your car. Okay. Come on down. All of the um, proceeds will go towards the SPCA. Oh, nice. And uh, I, I believe, but I don't quote me, I think our movie is Talladega Nights. So, oh, man, that would be fun. So I know there's a whole generation that's going to show up at the drive-in. We want to pack it full of cars. <laughs> and uh, it's all for a good cause for the SPCA, our 2021 philanthropic partner. I haven't been to the drive-in movie since I was a kid. I'm looking forward to that, April. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm manning the booth, so I'm going to make sure that your car's there. So. <laughs> all right. I'll be checking in cars. Just don't look in the trunk, okay? You're committed That's all now. My <laughs> you can bring as many as you want in the trunk. <laughs> I'm not checking trunks. <laughs> we'll see you all on um, that day, the May the 20th. That's Thursday yes. night at the Drive-In and Sparks. Yes. And then the next day, of course, I'll be now all Go fresh golf. in my golf tournament. Be all good. We'll be there. Thank you, April. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.